This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm singing. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't followed my show on the podcast app that you're listening on, make sure to subscribe to my show there or on YouTube, wherever you're listening. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. You could email me from a phony email. You could call me from a blocked number. I don't really even need to know exactly who you are. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or go to Instagram or Twitter and follow me at strictanonymous. That's at strict anonymous and you could dm me there the best way though i would say if you want to be on the show is send me an email don't send me too long of an email but don't send me too short of an email just you know give me like one or two sentences of what you want to talk about if you want to talk to me in the dl but you don't want me to air it i offer that i charge for those calls but they're great i charge it's like 45 minute call 100 dollars for that. Most people call that for my unprofessional advice. I love picking apart people's problems and analyzing them. <laughs> so if you want to do that, send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. If you want to call my confessions hotline, you could do that 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. Links to everything and all my information is in the description. Today I have on Linda. Linda is hardcore. Linda's got such an interesting story. Uh, her, She's been married since she's like 20 years old. Met her husband since she's 18. Okay, so she's been with the same guy her whole life. They, She went through some hard times, Got and she explains what went down and why she got totally turned off to sex. They didn't have any sex for like 15 years. He almost cheated on her with an escort. He wound up telling her, which is like, why? I don't know. Because he never wound up doing anything because he felt so bad. But she wound up going on hormone pellets. This is a couple that emailed me because they heard the HRT episode I did a while back about the pellets. And they're here to say like, oh, yeah, change their life, too, because you won't believe the things that Linda and her husband have been up to since she went on pellets. This is a couple, like I said, who have been monogamous their whole life. She never even really watched porn. They were pretty vanilla with each other, besides the fact that they hadn't had any kind of sex for like many years because of her issues. She goes on the pellets and before you know it, this couple is hooking up with other men. He set up a 
threesome with or like her guy for her to hook up with in a hotel. They went to a swingers club. They fooled around with a girl there, kind of. I mean, they didn't do much at the swingers club, but they went. And then they, the guy that they hooked up in the hotel set up gang bang. Okay. This girl went from doing nothing at, at 56, having a gang bang. And then they started really getting crazy. Okay. Her husband sets it up. Well, they decide to go to like a swingers club because they had friends who were swingers and they knew of a swingers club pretty far away from their house. They didn't want anyone to know what the F they were doing. And on their way there, her husband was like, oh, by the way, I set up the scenario where a guy's going to like come to our hotel and you're going to have sex with them. <laughs> kind of interesting, right? She approves of it. And, you know, she has been with the same guy her whole life since she's 18. And now her first time she's in a hotel room with her husband and a new guy. And she goes to town. Spit roasting is the word she uses. Okay. She was spit roasted. If you don't know what that is, she'll explain. She had double penetration that night. And this was a woman who had never been into anal. Okay. She's doing all that the first time out and she loved it. She's here to say double penetration was like nothing she's ever experienced before. It was pretty amazing. Then they went to the swingers club. She talks all about that. And then the guy that they spit roasted with hooks up gang bang. Okay. A gang bang. Maybe that's where she had the double penetration. I don't remember. But anyway, she has a gangbang. And then she is, the words, it's airtight. Then she does airtight. You know what airtight is? That's the double penetration. Plus a guy in her mouth, okay? She does a gangbang with these guys and her husband. This is all the stuff that they've done, like right from the get-go. The minute she got on the hormones, she was that horny. They're doing all this kind of stuff. She now has, you know, after that, they went to strip clubs. Now they do anal. She started swallowing. She was never someone who swallowed. And she talks all about it, how the hormones changed her life, how doing all these things, how, you know, what she's found out about herself after doing all these things, what is on her bucket list. She really wants to hook up with a woman. She doesn't know how she'll feel about her guy being with a woman, but she wants to experience that. She wants to do full swap with another couple and so much more. Okay. It's a great story. I have pictures of Linda and her guy over on my Patreon. So if you want to put the pictures to this episode, go there, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast, but you're going to love her story. It's fascinating. This is one of those stories we're going to have to get a part two from them in like six months from now because they just started and they've done so much already. Imagine what they're going to be done, have done at the end of the year. Anyway, so I'm going to be right back on with Linda. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Hi, Linda. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. You and your husband emailed me, I think, after, I don't know if it was after you listened to the HRT episode or you emailed me separately from it, but the short, quick story is you got on HRT. This is like the very quick story. And now you're having gangbangs. <laughs> I like exactly. that. Yeah, it's exactly. like fucking crazy because let's, can we just start off with your age? I know normally you don't want to ask a woman your age, but I think it's important to have that in this because it's like, you know, people your age aren't typically having their first gangbang. <laughs> exactly. I am 57. You're 57. Okay. So let's go back. Okay. Because now that we know that eventually this ends with you having gangbangs and doing all kinds of crazy things, let's start out with 
you know, just a little bit of your backstory, how long you've been married to your husband and then when did your hormone stuff start, you know, and, and we'll take it like, like, you know, tell it in that way. Okay, perfect. I started, I've been with my husband since I was 18. However, prior to that, I was introduced to sex at a very early age analysis myself you know I, I wasn't my choice but I was very hypersexual from when you were raped or something 18. when you said it wasn't your choice yes it was oh, okay. my father yeah oh so, yeah 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 so, yeah, so I, of course you were acting out after that so yes I acted out and then once I started leaving the home mm-hmm. and actually started having sex outside of the home mm-hmm. I found out he left me alone because I would just tell him that other people fuck better than him. And I was just kind of an ornery little, (laughs) little shit. Yeah. So that just kind of, the more I was promiscuous outside of the home, the more he left me alone inside of the home. I then, my husband, when I was 18, I mean, and actually when I was acting out, I was very vanilla. It was, I mean, I guess I was considered a slut by some of the high school girls or whatever back in the day. But honestly, when I look at it now, I was extremely vanilla. Exactly how I feel about myself. Like back in my day, I was such a slut because I fucked a lot of guys and people I wasn't dating. And, you know, I'd have booty calls and I'd talk about sex, but I really didn't do anything just except sex. You know what I mean? Like not exactly. I'm talking to all these people I talk to now and what you have done. Like I didn't do any of those things and still haven't. So, but you, back then it was really not vanilla to just be having sex with random people. It's a very different world. But let me ask you this. Did you get married when you were 18 just to get the fuck out of that house? We didn't get married until I was 20. We oh, met okay. when I was 18 and we got married when I was 20. Okay. He is five years older than me. Mm-hmm. He knew of me because of my reputation. Yeah. And I knew of him because he was the hot guy that everybody went and stared at at the mall because <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh-huh. he worked at the mall. And so I'm from a small town and... So we all kind of, everybody knew everybody's business and except for nobody knew what was happening inside my home and actually helped. But anyway, age 27, after we had our children, I got diagnosed with cervical cancer and uterine cancer, which was actually the same. I kind of think that that might be for my partner since my mom had cervical cancer too. And we shared the same partner, but a partner, um, uh, quote unquote, your father. Okay. Uh, so exactly. Is, don't worry, people. This episode's going to get better. This is a lot of tragic <laughs> shit because, but this play, I mean, this part of the story, it does really play into how, you know, why you eventually went on to hormones. Because if you have all your stuff taken out at that young age, you know, what do they do for you as far as your hormones are concerned? Um, for till 2006, when I was 40, I had a doctor that would give me hormones. And then when she retired, it was back in the day that when I went to the doctors, they were like, oh, you're female, you're having depression. We can't give you hormones because they cause cancer. So, so nobody would give me hormones. Well, then they put me on antidepressants and anxiety medicines. Okay. And now how is your sex life at this time with your husband all this time? From 27 to 40, it was fine. Okay. Of course, we were also raising children and going through that part of our our marriage, too. But we actually had, you know, good sex, very monogamous. I've never gone outside my marriage until recently. And he was with me, so I technically didn't. But at 40, when they stopped all my hormones, I mean, I stopped having sex. I became suicidal. 
I'm just extremely depressed. Does I don't want to be touched. It hurt. It literally physically hurt me. If it hurt my husband, I was, I don't care how much lube you used. Mm-hmm. It was painful. Yeah. And I, I didn't, every once in a while, I'd throw a blow job, but I was, I wouldn't swallow. I wouldn't, it's like, don't you dare come in my mouth. I wouldn't swallow. I mean, so it was very, very, in fact, sometimes he said, I would even cause fights with you just so you'd pay attention to me. While I'm going through all this, he is getting involved in porn. And he also went to some strip clubs and, well, not strip, well, yeah, I guess strip club. Well, I don't know, strip clubs, yeah. And then he tried to go to a prostitute, but he wasn't able to work because of the feelings he did have for me. Wait a second, though. I got to, I'm sorry, I'm just going to keep cutting you off because that's what I do. Okay. Linda, how do you know that he went to a prostitute? Like, is he telling you all this? Like, oh, tonight I'm going to a strip club and tomorrow I'm going to try a prostitute. I mean, how do you know? Like, while this is happening, are you in the know or do you wind up finding out later? I end up finding out much, much later when I'm on hormones. He, he couldn't hold it in anymore and he decided he needed to tell me all this stuff, which sometimes I wish he would have left it in the that dark. Yeah. <laughs> but he thought I needed to know because he of guilt, I guess. Yeah, it's a weird thing that people dump there to make themselves feel better. They dump something onto somebody else that's just going to make that other person feel bad, but they feel better, you know? Exactly. (laughs) A little selfish, if you ask me. I don't know. (laughs) I just, I mean, it's great that he had those negative feelings about it. It wasn't right and he, he didn't do anything. You know, that's all on him. He really didn't have to tell you. I mean, us girls are here to tell you guys listening, okay? If we don't know, don't fucking tell us. Like, resolve it on your own. Exactly. Exactly. So decided I needed to know, which (laughs) was fine. So now I I know. But this was after he didn't tell me till I was on hormones. Right. Okay. So which was just I got on hormones in 2011. So I've only been on him for a year and a little over a year. So let's get to that point. So you're on all these antidepressants. Nothing's working, though. You're not happy. You're not having sex. Your husband's not happy. He feels rejected, I'm sure. That's what a lot of women don't understand. It's not just like the guy just looking at you like sex object. Sex and intimacy does go hand in hand. It's a part of romance. It's a part of affection. You know, I mean, it's like so much more than that. And I think sometimes women blow it off like you just want fucking sex. Like it's attached to, you know, how he how he feels he's pleasing you how you care about him you know there's it's more loaded I think than people think exactly it is it's a very loaded and not having sex in your marriage is is and he was you know I'm sure very lonely well he tells me you know and so he turning to porn he he got involved you know he saw things online that definitely sparked his interest you know so things that I would never let him do Mm -hmm. you know so he's now fantasizing about things that I you know because being very vanilla it was like don't don't dare try to touch me anally and don't dare come in my mouth you know all these rules that went along with sex and and he kind of understood you know I really reason why I didn't like oral sex but um he uh he has now all these fantasies and so I get on hormones when I'm now, well, I was so 50, 55, mm-hmm. right before I turned 56, and I am start taking the hormones. Well, I start taking hormones basically for my antidepressant, for my depressant, you know, being depressed and anxiety because I wanted to get off those medicines because they did, they weren't doing me any good. 
Are you like me and you drink way too much coffee? (laughs) I was literally up to a venti dark roast from Starbucks every day. And I still was crashing at like 3 p.m. and needed more. But I knew that if I had another cup of coffee, I would feel jittery and jacked up for the rest of the day and I would never get to sleep. But that is until I started using Magic Mind Productivity Drink. I drink it with my coffee in the morning and I am down to a grande cup. It's made me feel more focused, more productive during the day and I get more done in less time. And that's because Magic Mind has natural nootropics inside that improve attention, focus, and cognition. And there's no crashing. So if you're like me and you're drinking way too much coffee and you want to cut back, or you just want to improve your attention and get more shit done, then go get yourself some Magic Mind. I totally recommend you check them out at magicmind.co slash strictly and use my discount code strictanon to get 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. That's code strict anon. Use it at magicmind.co. Now listen, that 56% off only lasts for 10 days. So hurry up and get yourself some Magic Mind. If you're hearing this after the 10 days is up, you can still use a 20% off with my code strict anon at magicmind.co or just go to the description and click on the link. And now all my friends are going through menopause and they're starting to talk about these hormone things that they're doing. So I thought I'll give it a shot. And I went in and I got, I go to a place where they test our blood every three months, you know, so I'm very, uh, I'm under a doctor's care. And when I first went, the secretary said, oh, you got pellets today. And I was like, sex was like the last thing from my mind. I looked at her and gave her this dirty look like, really? You know, it was like, whatever. Well, three weeks into having my pellets put in, I started to become very very sexual. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, everything was waking up down there. And, and I called my husband from work and I said, Hey, I'd like you to come home (laughs) home and and visit. So, well, that's when he decided he needed to tell me he was now starting to feel guilty because I'm now sexually active and you were able to get past it, obviously. Yeah, I was able to get past it. I mean, I didn't give him sex for 15 years, basically. So, I mean, what was he supposed to do in 15 years? Yeah, listen to, but do you hear that? On both sides, men or women, I just feel like if you withhold sex for so long, because I think that a lot of people are like, oh, one's a cheater, always a cheater. And everyone thinks everybody who cheats is the biggest fucking scumbag. But sometimes, you know, I have talked to many men, and I'm sure this happens with women too, where you know, they don't have sex and are in a sexless relationship for so long. And a lot of times the person brings things up and tries and tries, you know, but if the other person's shutting them down after a while, what do you think that person's going to do? Even the most monogamous man might cheat after 10 years of that, you know, it's just, it's just, exactly. and your guy it's, tried. I mean, he felt really bad, but maybe another 10 years, he would have eventually, he would have got to the point where he was going to fuck that prostitute because what else is he going to do? Right, exactly. And so we had friends talk about that they were swingers then it was kind of funny because I would have never even considered that and it was like wow these people I consider them normal and they're into swinging you know and and I was we kind of talked about it a little bit because at this point now he had had to have major back surgery so now I'm working and he's not completely working (laughs) meaning the back surgery thing affected his sex drive and everything 
Well, not really his sex drive, but his ability to, to get it up, keep it up, to whatever. get it up, yeah, okay. and keep it up. Mm-hmm. And so he then started hormones two two months about two months after me. So here I am now. He's having issues. I'm fixed now. We're working on getting him fixed. He decide to kind of look into the swinging world. We had with our friends. They had somebody that they play with that owns a swingers club mm-hmm. or a lifestyles club. And so we thought we would go and try that. Wow. I mean, that's pretty major. That's pretty major considering all this, you know, you've been together for so many years. Here you were a woman who hadn't had sex for like 15 years. And now you're going to be going like to the opposite end of the spectrum. Exactly. And we, we, he surprised me. And because he knew that I hadn't been touched by another guy since I was 18, and set up a visit with a male on that same weekend that we were going to be away, that we were going to the swingers club. So he, I get, we're on our way there. He's telling me that this is what we're going to do. And I approved of the guy. Was, no, yes, no, 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 no. But can you just explain, this is what we're going to do? Like, what does he say? Like, hey, by the way, I have a guy meeting you in a hotel room that's going to fuck you. Like, I mean, what was the conversation? Kind of, kind of that situation. Would you be open to that? And how did you feel that he had already set it up? Well, we kind of had talked about it. So I mean, I knew that it was a possibility. Okay. So it wasn't a total surprise that Mm -hmm. this was going to happen. I get there. nervous. But wait a second. I know. I'm sorry. You don't tell a good story. I got to keep cutting you off. Does does he show you pictures of the guy? I mean, I see pictures of the guy. I see pictures of the guy's face to his penis so I I know what he looks like from top to waist down and you approved okay and you approved approved. and now are you super just horny anyway because the pellets (laughs) I am I'm super horny anyway (laughs) and so yeah we'll try that and would be nice before I go to a club to have you know if I'm going to be touched by somebody else to have it confined space and not out at, in, at a party. It's kind of like an appetizer. Right, right. An appetizer for the night. So mm-hmm. we we go to the we go to the hotel. He meets us meets us there. I I stay up in the hotel room. My husband goes down and greets him. He comes up to the hotel room with my husband. And that night we spent probably three hours with him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I let him explore. My husband sat back, watched for a while, and then joined in. And I did mouth, I guess it's called roasting, I don't know where you do. My husband was in my mouth. And oh, spit roasting. Spit roasting, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, at 57, here you were spit roasting for your first time. I'm 56. I'm 56. 56 okay, it's awesome. So, so here I am, Yeah. 56. First time, two yeah. men, new guy touching me from the first time since I was eighteen. Wow! And it was it was amazing. It was it was kind of scary, but I know that I depended on my husband quite a bit. I looked at my husband quite a bit and was making sure he was okay with everything and going. Make you know, I just was worried about how he was handling it too. Of course, and he was doing great. He was <laughs> wanting to film things, and I do not like being filmed. Okay, so that was not my. I kept thinking, oh, please don't. I don't want to see it. And I've, <laughs> not, I've never watched that one. Yeah, 
And so those those two full advantage and which was fine. I I was open to them taking full advantage of what they wanted to do. And then he left and uh, after that he kind of reclaimed his property. <laughs> I guess is what I've heard from listening to your show. Yeah, reclaiming you know, sex you have. So, yeah, so we had very you know, very good reclaiming sex and enjoyed the rest of the evening together and then the next night, we met up with a couple that... Wait, did you spend so much time with that guy that you didn't even make it to the swingers club? Or were you not supposed to go anyway till the next day? We're not We're not going till... We kind of did a long week. Oh, okay, cool. Right. So that night, so you just stayed with that guy. around. Yes. Okay. It was all kind of around sex. But, okay. <laughs> so the next night, we met up with a couple that we had met online. And it worked for me, but it wasn't going to work for my husband. So he just... So it was nice meeting them. We had a nice dinner together. They asked us to come back to the home. And my husband looked at me and said, no, I don't think I, I can do that. We didn't go to their home. The but you didn't fool very, around with them. But we did not fool okay. around with them. Okay. So the next night after we met with them, the next night we went to the swingers club. My husband is not really good at being social. He kind of gets stuck in one area and then he'll, he won't go on uh-huh. and, and continue talking to other people. So I, I was walking around and kind of doing my own thing. And a woman noticed him that was, I guess, was also pointed out from the owners that, oh, they were new too. So she caught my husband and those two started talking. Well, you could tell that she was interested in my husband. And then her husband came up and he wasn't anybody that I would have been interested in. Oh my God, this is the problems. <laughs> so, so my husband really wasn't even interested in her, except he was, he's too nice mm-hmm. and he didn't really know how to get away from her. And I went up to my husband and said, am I taking one for the team? Because I don't think that I'm ready, but I'm feeling like, oh, he done that special thing for me and let me be with a man, maybe I should, you know, open up and just let him take, you know, have his fun time. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of sat back and I kind of watched it. And he was like, no, he, we need, we need to go talk. Well, at this point, as I'm trying to take him and we're trying to kind of go off on our own, they continue to follow us. So we ended up with them in a room, kind of making out separately but then ended up the girl, the, the other woman and I started kissing. My, somehow I ended up start uh, sucking her her boobs. And I thought, wait a minute, I didn't get myself in this predicament. So I made my husband suck the other boob. And her husband then was down on her giving her oral sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not getting any satisfaction from this. This is like she wasn't somebody that I even would have but I thought oh well go with the flow and we don't know what we're doing we're kind of doing this so they were nice enough <laughs> so we just then they were clean so we're, we just kind of all made out yeah and she had a very nice orgasm and at this point it was extremely late and we left the club so our experience at the club was I guess we technically made out, but we didn't really have sex with another couple at the club. Mm-hmm. First time. You had First sex with time. another man the night before. And I had had sex with <laughs> so I, So I, I knew. We had a good weekend, drove home. Now 
for my 57th birthday, the man that I was with and him still kept in contact with each other. So those two continued to talk and he had worked with some other guys. Oh, now I see the gangbangs coming up. So these guys have all talked and have all been together and we're all comfortable with each other. So for my 57th birthday, my husband planned a gangbang. So again, we we drive and I was excited. There's things that because I started watching porn more for at that point, I was like, okay, well, where do your hands go? And where do your feet go? And where do, <laughs> how do you do this? Right, it was because, educational. Right. I've never been really exposed to, to porn, mm-hmm. nor had I, I'd never been to a strip club. I'd never, you know, there was a lot of things I had never been exposed to. So I was kind of curious, where mm-hmm. does, how did we do all this? And how does it all work? There aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid. But for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. I know it was for me. And it wound up taking me years to have my baby because I was clueless about my fertility status. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in and you get your personalized results in just six business days. You get all the insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. And you could download all your results to review them with your doctor. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests are only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash strict anon, you can get 20% off your test. That's right. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash strict anon. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com dot com slash strict anon modern fertility dot com slash strict anon or just go to the description click on the link to get your twenty dollars off so we get there and I'm a nervous wreck so we started off the guys get the guys get to there there was three guys plus my husband so four guys and they get there I know one well I kind of know one, of course, I know my husband and the other two, I didn't, I didn't know from Adam. So we did start talking. I did start talking to them like a week before and they had seen pictures of me and I got to see pictures of them. And so I knew what they looked like. They knew what I looked like. We meet up in the hotel room and we started off with a, uh, playing 21, the card game 21. Mm-hmm. And if I got, if I won, I got to pick what I did for two minutes. And if they won, they got to pick what they wanted to do to me for 10 minutes. Not 10 minutes, two minutes, sorry, two minutes. So each person got to have a round. And then finally, the last one said, well, I want to go to the bed. And then that's when it all started. So we go to the bed and it was so overwhelming at first, having all these hands on me and people down in my vagina and out and and I was like, oh my, this is very overwhelming. But I calmed myself down mm-hmm. and I let myself enjoy it. And I wanted to try, after watching porn, I thought I wanted to try double penetration. 
Oh my fucking God, Linda, you're out of control. <laughs> so, we, so we, we tried double penetration. Oh my goodness. I must say every woman, if you want to do it, it's definitely worth trying. Really? Oh my. I mean, I'm not really that easy to have orgasm. Mm-hmm. And it was almost immediate having being that full. And right. then somebody was in my mouth at that point. So I guess then I'm now doing airtight. <laughs> so funny, you know, these terms, I learned them recently myself. <laughs> now you're I've been roasting airtight. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so here I am airtight. Wow. At, for the first time at 57 with three men, they were all, they were, didn't want to play with anybody younger than my children. <laughs> so yeah, they were all in their later forties, early fifties. So they were older also. So it wasn't like a bunch of young, young guys. Yeah. And it was a very polite gangbang. They washed themselves in between <laughs> <laughs> and, and they, nobody ever came in my mouth though. They did try to talk me into it and showed me some pictures of, well, look, this, you know, I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Good for you. Stand your ground. <laughs> like, we can, you can do it on my chest. I don't care, but not in my face or, or in my mouth. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the gangbang happened and it was a lot of fun. I, I would love to do one, one a month would be great, but, but wow. I, I don't think that that's, that's feasible. With, it's hard to in get involved. I live yeah, but that guy, though, had set all of it up, right? Because those guys were had done it before, correct? Exactly. They had worked together before. They knew each other's, how each other worked and who was the start guy. and Right, so they coordinated it because it is hard. I mean, I had that girl, Casey, on who like did a gangbang supposedly every weekend. And it's like, it is hard to get that all together. It's hard enough to get five friends to come over, let alone five guys to fuck you that you're into that are going to show up. I mean, it is, it's a chat. It's not that easy. No. And especially when I'm really horny, I, I think, gosh, I wish we lived in a bigger area because there's no way that I would play with anybody. I don't want to run into people at Walmart that, <laughs> you, <spit -roasted laughs> you know, you. when I'm shopping. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> How are you? <laughs> so that's, that's not really something I run the Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, we have not explored anything else at this point. You've explored a lot, husband, let me tell you. My it's, husband has talked yeah. about wanting another female. And and I, to be able to have another female, but then again, the jealousy part of me is still a little worried, even though here he has watched me with four guys and... Then well, one guy, then four guys, and <laughs> and so it's not really fair of me. Yeah, so, and I kind of buy curious anyway. I like cocks too much to to ever go fully <laughs> on the lesbian side, but I am bi curious, and I would make out with a woman. And I think maybe if I made out with the woman, and then he kind of joined in. Yeah, you already saw him with that one girl sucking on her nips, right? I mean. Were you jealous then, or was it, how how did you feel at that, that point? I was so time. kind of kind of here. You got us into this predicament here. You're gonna help out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't jealous at all. Yeah, because I knew that he she really wasn't his type either. Mm -hmm. So I knew he was just kind of nice and 
didn't know how to get out of the situation. And then I guess we both were too nice and didn't know how to get out of the situation. Right. So we just ended up in a situation. But it wasn't like you, you felt like he was enjoying it enough to have the full experience of like whether you would be jealous of that or not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so, and for a male, I think it's harder because they have to obviously get hard. Yeah. For a female, you don't have to, to get hard. So looks matter to me, but they're not extreme to where he's going to have to be physically attracted to be able to get it up. (laughs) So, so I, I think it might, bother me a little bit more too if I know that he's physically attracted to them because you see him hard for somebody else exactly Mm -hmm. exactly I think that might scare me a little bit might throw off some jealousy yeah but I don't know I don't know I don't know how I'm going to feel about it or if we might just go with the moment and be going and having so much fun that it won't bother me yeah, you don't know. Because I have asked that question to a lot of people who wound up in that situation by accident. And I and I have said, like, would you have thought before you wound up doing this that you would have been jealous, whether it's the man or the woman, you know, before you wound up seeing your partner with somebody else? Like, would you have bet money that you would have been jealous? And a lot of times the answer is yes. They didn't realize that they were going to be into it at all. The, the opposite, you know, they thought for sure they'd be like most people, which is, you know, I feel like most people don't want to see their partner fuck somebody else. But sometimes it has happened for some guests on my show, like I said, by accident. And then when they did cross the line, they realized they really fucking liked it. So, you know, and listen, I'm sure that there's a lot of stories that go the other way too, that maybe you don't know and then you see it and it does really bother you. The good thing about you guys is, is that you've been together for so long and through so much that if... Like, why not try it? Because the minute you said, no fucking way, like, this isn't cool, he would stop and you guys would be fine. You know, it's not going to smash your relationship. You know, it's not, there's no danger to it. The only thing is, is it could maybe benefit you because maybe you would be really turned on by it. Who knows? He, and he is very turned on by watching me and being, enjoying myself. Right. And he, he actually filmed it. Yeah, obviously. And he, he watches he watches it. I've watched it once and that was plenty. <laughs> I just sit there and criticize myself by my body. or whatever. Yeah, that's how girls and are. So yeah. I just sit and criticize and he's, oh, look at this and look at that. And oh my goodness. And he watches, he likes into the sound actually of me enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. common thing. He was probably watching porn and all that kind of stuff before, right? Weren't you talking about early on, like how he was watching a lot of porn and getting into different things? And, you know, had he, he knew going in that that was going to be something he was into, correct? Yes. He's mm-hmm. very much a voyeur, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't think I'm a voyeur. I think I prefer to play. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just watch people. When we were at the club, they would watch people and I, it doesn't really interest me to sit and watch people. That's why I don't think I really get into porn. I would use it more as an educational tool than a Yeah, you're not actual... very you're not visually stimulated. A lot of men no, are and, and women aren't. I'm very visually stimulated and I'm a girl, so I don't think really it's just it's every person is wired differently. And look, right. your guy gets turned on by what he hears too. I think everyone has different ways of things that float them, their boat, right? And so right, for you, right. it's not visual. So you would have to be involved in living out your female, female 
curiosity and have him maybe join in probably then have you watch him be get down with some other girl right i think if i if i start it and he joins yeah i think that would help my jealousy a lot yeah you don't know and i mean i think as long as you guys talk about it ahead of time and have like your quote unquote safe words like you know it should just be that you could bail at any moment and everyone's cool and you know maybe even explain it to the woman too that you know and I think that if everyone's really open about where they're at and that this is very new for you and you don't know how you're going to feel I think that it could be okay you know because you shouldn't be I get a lot of comments on YouTube in situations like this where the woman is getting pleasured by other men the guy is very into it but the woman is not into seeing her guy with other women and it's common even with you know some girls that are very hardcore you know I think it's Ember who's been on my show she's very hardcore in how much she cuckolds her husband and fucks other people but she is just not down with him with other women at this point. She wants to get to a place where maybe she could try it, but she's just not there yet. And a lot of people go off on her, like, that's just not fair, blah, blah, blah. But in their relationship, like, her guy's fine. Like, he loves seeing her pleasured, which I'm sure your guy does too, you know, so for right now, that's fine. But I think that whatever works for the couple is most important. And I don't think anybody, whether it's a man or a woman, should put themselves in a position where they're doing something that makes them feel horrible just to be, quote unquote, fair. You know, you're going to try it for your husband, which I think is very cool of you because you feel like maybe that's fair. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. What can you do? You know, you can't twist yourself into a pretzel for somebody else. Right. Right. And I, as I said, we we grew up together. We've been together since we were, you know, I was 18. So I basically was a baby and I'm not even the same person that I was at 18. Yeah. So we, we've grown up and we know each other's, we know each other pretty deep inside. (laughs) You know, you know, you know a lot about a person when you've lived with them for that long. So we um, definitely are wanting to try that. Uh, I want to go, I'd like to be with another couple, see how that goes. That's something I would like to try. Now, would we you want to do a, a full club. swap with that? Yes, a full swap would be would be good. Okay. I would try the full swap. Linda, and you I figure, are so hardcore. I'm thinking, well, you got to do it now before you're 60, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you've done <laughs> a lot in a year. <laughs> Listen, you went straight to DP, spit roasting, airtight, okay? Like, you know, you have, pl- like, you'll you'll be there by the time you're 60. And then some, come on. Well, and I never even had done anal. Wow. But I wanted my, I told my husband I didn't want to do anything with anybody else that I wouldn't do with him. Yeah. So we tried anal pretty early on into my pellets. Mm-hmm. And he'd been told no so many times that he he stopped even trying. And then he had a hard time because mentally he was like, she's told me no so many times. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we finally got beyond that. He was able to do it. And so I've tried anal. I let him come in my mouth. And oh, and how's that now? It's okay. It's not my favorite. Okay, yeah, but you're not just, turned off by it. I'm not turned off by it. Right. I don't jump up and go, oh my gosh, like I used to <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> uh, I, I, I try to be good and not make faces. He'll say sometimes, quit making that face. It's <laughs> like, because I get prepared for it. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You're taking it <laughs> for the you know team still. You're still taking it for the team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, still taking it for the team. And he, and he he does enjoy that. So 
the things I've tried just alone with him that I've told him no to for so many years. And then then going outside of the marriage, we went to a strip club because I'd never been to a strip club. Uh-huh. And I wanted to go to one and they thought it would be funny to give me a lap dance. Well, I ended up going back with the girl and we ended up having a really nice conversation. She cried and we talked about if, you know, if you're here for your own accord and you want to be here and you're nobody's forcing you to be here because she was having an argument with her boyfriend. <laughs> and so I came back 20 minutes later, this poor girl, she's been crying and we talked, we hugged and she was just like, oh, thank you so much for I basically, my strip club, I was like, they're younger than our girls. <laughs> so right. I, just kind of, I, kind of, I, I don't think that this really turns me on either. So that's why I know I'm definitely not a voyeur. I just don't. Even being there and seeing it right in front of me besides on a screen, or it just doesn't turn me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so... I love that story, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. I mean, your guy must have thought, oh, she was back there for 20 minutes. I can't wait to hear what went down, you know, thinking it's all kinds of sex stuff. But here she was. She's like confiding in you and crying and you're giving her therapy. Right. Awesome. I, yeah, I ended up being the mom, yeah. sitting there talking to her and listening to her and having a good little conversation with her. And <laughs> yeah. She was very cute. <laughs> so it was fun. I just know that that's just not something that is for me, but doesn't he enjoys it? So every once in a while, I'll watch it with him. But sometimes I'll just fall asleep. <laughs> so but you are a little curious, though, about definitely hooking up with a woman. Like you would like to check that box off and see if like you're into yes. it. Yes, I would like to check check that box off. I would like to be with another couple on a full swap, and whatever else might come down the road. I've been to a swingers club now, a strip club, and. I cannot believe it. Now, does anybody, I'm assuming your swinger couple friend, do they know that they turned you on to all this stuff? Do you confide in them about what you're doing or is just you and your husband keep it to yourself? We, t I do talk to her. One friend, she is the friend that, because we've kind of done some things, we've got toys and stuff here at the house and she's the one that knows if something happens to the both of us. She was the one that knew because that my friends don't live here. And she's the one that knew if something would have happened to us on the trip to where to take to take the computer and ruin the computer, some of the things. I know, the she's, right. She's the cleanup girl. Get rid <laughs> of all the evidence girl. of all the SEX you guys have been into. <laughs> exactly. So she, she's our person that takes care of all those so the girls don't have to find that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That's hilarious. Are you going to send me in any kind of like anonymous pics of you guys by any chance? so people? Can sure, I can do that. Because I know your husband knows you're on. This is like something he was going to come on with you. But I'm like, let's just do a girl talk for this episode because I love your story. I think it's really interesting because it's you're kind of unique. Like, you know, here you are a woman who... Even though you had that acting out and those horrible things that happened to you when you were younger, I mean, you were pretty vanilla all your life. And then you had all those years of no sex and you were on that end of the spectrum. And then for you to get on the pellets uh, and, and then completely open up and do all this kind of crazy stuff is really interesting to me. And I think it'll be interesting to other people. And, you know, I think it's always fun to get pics to go with my patron. I always tell people, please don't send me like, I don't want to see full insertion shots or anything X-rated oh, people. No. I know you won't, I could tell, but can't tell you still the people send me stuff like that, even though I say it just clearly. 
So, you know, sexy pics, it could be sexy pics like people do, but no faces. No, like I said, nothing rated X, just like rated R is fine or even just a regular pic, but no faces, you know, just for people to put like, who are these? Who are these people in their late 50s that are now becoming swingers and having gangbangs, you know, and I'll post those pictures over on my Patreon. But you are going to have to come back on. Maybe next time we'll have you on with your husband because... If you have done all this in the past year, six months from now, I feel like you might have done full swap girls, book, you know, with other couples. Like, who knows what you're going to be up to, Linda? Do you it's have- hard to find other girls. Because yeah. whenever I look on a lot of the swinger site, they're looking for, they're kind of using them as a dating site. Yes. They're only wanting them males. And I'm like, no, that is something we have agreed on that mm-hmm. we will not do it separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always going to play together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's important to have those rules. Or not, I mean, you don't have to have that rule, but decide which way you're going to go and figure it out together. Like what are, you know, are you going to be playing solo or always together? And it is, I think, harder to find that woman that is interested in being with the woman because, you know, and not the couple. I mean, or the couple, both, but for the woman too, not just for the guy. Right. Right. That's the unicorn. That's, and we don't want to play here, as I said, where we're from. I have a job. Well, we both have jobs where it would not go over very well. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to kind of keep that to ourselves. Of course. And so we, we, in fact, we went two states away for all of this to happen. (laughs) So so we do keep it very quiet. We're very discreet. We're both professionals. And that is not something that needs to get out into our community. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if you've heard a lot of my other couples on, and I have someone coming on who is a woman who started like a travel company, like a swingers travel company. You know, you guys would probably do really well. Maybe your next trip, go to like hedonism or someplace like that. Because then at least you know you're on vacation, you're far away, you know, but then you're also though with tons of like-minded people because everybody at that resort is, you know, open and down. So maybe, you know, you'll go on a trip or something. Did you ever think of that? We have thought of taking a trip and doing that kind of, I would like to take, I would like to go to a a nudist colony or a Mm -hmm. lifestyle type trip. That is another thing I'd like to do. Yeah, that's, I'm going to have a woman on who started her own company from, she's a Brazilian girl. So make sure you listen to that. That's coming up soon. She does those, she books that kind of travel, you know. But I think that that would be great considering you guys don't live in a place where you could set things up and stuff. That's a fast track to, like I said, having a ton of people that are like minded right there with you. Right. Because, you know, we have such, we live in such a society that sex is so, oh, taboo. Yeah. And really, I'm not sure you can go to Europe and they're a lot more open and I know. free about those kind of things. Where here we're, oh, no, I would never. And especially in my age range. Oh, yeah, totally. And I remember traveling to Europe when I was younger, like in my 20s, and being blown away by the articles they had in like the cosmopolitan there as opposed to the one here. Here it was like, oh, you know, for your guy's birthday, like buy him balloons and put flower petals and over there, it was, this is how you give him a good fucking blowjob for his birthday. You know, I mean, they were way more sexualized and open and straightforward and 
that way in the same magazines that we have here, you know, and, but it's there that was so different. And I was like, wow, you would think that we're, we're so, we're more progressive in a lot of areas, but not when it comes to sex. No way. We're very behind. I think the younger generation is very different. You're, you're very different in your generation because a lot of people grew up with it being look like you were slutty and you weren't even doing anything except having multiple partners. You know, that's the kind of people you grew up with. I grew up with those same people. But now you're spit roasting, gang banging. Oh my God, I love it all. Quick question and then we're going to wrap it up. But let's get off with, so like the HRT, the pellets, is that what you're still on them? Are they still working a year later? Like how, you know, how did you experience them so that other people could know? I have been doing the pellets since October 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, because 23. My husband started, he does not do pellets, he does injections. I was, however, with doing the pellets, because of I'm doing, I was started for more of my depression and anxiety. Yeah, yeah, it just happened to make I you really would, horny. <laughs> I decided to try. I felt like the pellets were kind of. I was going up and down and up and down and up and down. So I started doing injections, uh-huh. which most women don't do injections on a regular basis. They tend to stay with the pellets. And I am going to go back to the pellets. However, my husband accidentally. He gave me a three weeks dose in one dose. One, what? When he was giving me my injection, uh, we had a larger barrel, and he than what we normally use. Yeah, I got it. I've done needles before, so he did the same thing, but because it was larger, it was three times the amount. Exactly. Oh my goodness. And he, I was like a teenage boy. I couldn't even, even when I was at Target, just going through the men's underwear section, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get out of here. Hilarious. <laughs> so when it was time for me to get my new pellets, because I was going to go back on the pellets, yeah. uh, my testosterone was so high. I had to do a blood dump, which women don't normally have to do blood dumps. I had to do a blood dump. Oh, to get rid <laughs> of it because it was too high. Yeah, it was extremely high. Wow. I was like in the 900s. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so what are you on right now? Did you go back to the pellets or? I can't go back to the pellets until March. Oh, okay. Because you're still lowering now, but you're still horny because you had all that, you had that three months supply in you. Well, and I'm still getting injections. Oh, okay. I, just, I don't. So I'm getting injections. I take, right now I'm taking my est- estrogen by mouth, just so I didn't have to get another pellet put in. So I, I Why have, are you going to go back to the pellets? I just feel I get tired of one. I'm tired of getting shots three mm-hmm. times a week. Yeah. And two, I, for the whole accident, yeah. it's not going to happen. And it really hasn't stopped up and down and up and down. So I, for the reason that I went on to see if it would help with my oh, depression. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't. So, it didn't. It didn't really. So I thought just go back to the pellets where I'm not having to get a shot every three days, every, you know, three times a week that I would. So I'm going to do that eventually. But they just looked at me and there's like, there is no way (laughs) that we're going to put a pellet in. So, Oh my my God, that's crazy. (laughs) Well, Linda, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. I think it's wonderful and fascinating. It will be up very soon. Send me those pictures so people could put something to the story, which will be great. And, you know, I really need an update at the end of this year from you and your husband. Come back on and tell me all the crazy things you guys have gotten into or done since. Because you have a lot of things on your bucket list. And I have a feeling you're going to try them all and then some. Yeah, I thought. 
started so late, you've got to get it done. <laughs> yeah, you have a couple of years. You said, you, you know, you got to do it before you're 60. So like I said, I think you're going to be doing it way after that too. But there's definitely more stories to come from Linda. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing things so far. Thank you. It's awesome. Thanks. Send me the pics. Thanks, Linda. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Kathy.